0: Hey guys, quick ask before I get started. Um, I'm actually have been approached by uh, an interesting business opportunity where we will have an opportunity to potentially build a new practice and new clinic. And so, what I'm looking for actually is I'm looking to be introduced to a clinician, a rehab chiropractor who is potentially looking to open their own practice but have the guidance of me, of our team, of our group so that they can get their practice started and not make all the same mistakes I did. Um, we have this very, like I said, it's a very exciting opportunity. It's in the early stages, but for the right person who you know wants to be an entrepreneur, wants to be a rehab chiro, potentially wants to be in a gym setting, this opportunity could really be something to catapult you uh, obviously, I believe in what we do. We have a track record of success. You know, obviously, if you if you do reach out to me, I can show you the numbers of that. But I'm looking for somebody to come in and and be a rehab Cairo in our community of businesses and capitalize on an opportunity in a very very unique setting. So um, I don't want to give too many more details. Obviously, it's um, not fair to the the group that we might be partnering with, so to speak. But if you're a rehab chiro out there or in school and potentially a new grad, like what we do here on the podcast, like what we do with our programs and want to potentially have an opportunity to join, um, reach out to me, coaching at strive to move.com. You can send me a DM on Instagram. The practice that we're looking to open and partner in is going to be in New Jersey. Um, So if you have any interest in it or just want to chat, please reach out to me, coaching at strive to move or at Justin Rabinowitz on Instagram. Um, as always, I appreciate the listening and the followers and the positive feedback, and I hope you enjoy the episode. What's up, everyone? All right, guys. Welcome back to the pod. Today, we're going to talk about what to do when your practice flatlines. So here's how this episode can help you. If you haven't started your practice yet, inevitably, your practice will flatline. It happens to the best of business owners. If you think you're going to grow 20, 30 percent month on month on month on month, you're going to be a billionaire. And there are very few billionaire chiropractors, which means that for everyone, their practice will flatline. If you are in practice and just got started and you're doing well, there's a chance your revenue has steadily increased, increased, increased. Well, just wait. You will flatline. And if you're a seasoned, grizzled vet doc out there, you know what I'm talking about because you potentially have flatlined, are already flatlining, or have been flatlined for years and years and years. And so if this podcast comes off as negative, I would hold you to think about it a bit differently. This is not being negative. This is being realistic. Remember, experts predict. If you're out there, and you understand and predict that your practice eventually will flatline and you accept that's a possibility, there's a good chance that you can either limit the damage, stop it from happening, or if it does happen, take the right steps to make sure it doesn't last very long. A flatline for three months is one thing. A flatline for three years is a completely different thing. And so in life and business, we're all going to make mistakes, we're all going to have issues, but if we limit them and decrease the frequency and decrease the time that they happen, we're going to have a really successful career. So let's get into it. What do we do when our practice hits a bump in the road or hits a flat line in the revenue? I'm going to give you three things and I'm going to talk through them, so just stay with me. So the first thing you have to be able to do is the most counterintuitive one. And it's to actually take a step back. Imagine you get into practice with your head down, you work really hard, you go, 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 and you get it going. But eventually, you get stuck. This will be your flatline. The biggest issue that many business owners have is that the thing that got them to one level won't get them to the next The problem that many of us have is that once we reach that stress point, we just put our head down and keep going. And in many cases, what we have to be able to do is take a step back so that we can reevaluate all the things that we are currently doing, the things that we currently think, and make an objective decision on if they are the right action steps. So as I've said before, most of the rehab Kairos that get to me are in practice eighteen to twenty-four months, are making between twelve uh, between eight and twelve thousand dollars per month, and they find me because they have flatlined. And what I define a flatline is, and this is an important point, so write this one down: is a flatline to me is is more than three months of the same revenue. And what three months in businesses is, is a trend, and a trend is very important. So in my practices, in all of my businesses, I don't look month to month. I don't look week to week. I don't really look day to day. What I'm always looking for is trends. And so I'm always looking for three months. What's going on? Are we growing? Are we flatlining? Are we decreasing? And so when I see a trend, three months of a flatline, that will require me to take a step back and evaluate the things that we're doing. Now, step two, so step one is to take a step back. Step two, when you take a step back, is to not just keep talking to yourself. One of the things in business that's most problematic is that, for the most part, you as a business owner just agree with yourself all the time. Every single day, you have a thought and you agree with yourself because you just keep going and doing the same thing. If you didn't agree with yourself, you wouldn't do it. And the actions that you're taking, you keep agreeing with that keep getting you the same result, which is a flat line. So the second step after you take a step back is to make sure that you have people around you that have been where you want to be, Care about you and your business, but don't care that much. And that's a big distinction. Because the problem most people have in business is that they're too close to it. They're so emotional to it that the decision-making process now becomes warped because they're close and they're emotional. And so being able to seek counsel and get advice from someone that isn't your mom and that isn't your spouse and that isn't your whatever is going to be important to you because… The advice they will give is truly in the best interest of the business. And so how do we achieve this? Well, obviously, you know, you get around other business owners who understand what's going on. I mean, that's step one. But even if you have a group of peers that may or may not be in your business, that they can take a look at what you're doing and see what the gaps are. Where are we screwing up? The problem always and forever will be that you were too close to it to figure out what the problem was. Because if you knew what the problem was, you already would have fixed it. And so once we flatline, step one, take a step back, cool the brakes, take a breath, see if we can remove ourselves from the situation at hand, from the business, from the day-to-day. That might be a day off, that might be four hours, that might be a weekend, it might be a week, whatever it takes, you got to step back from it. Don't just keep at it, at it, at it in the same exact way. But step two is getting advice from those people that don't necessarily emotionally invest in your business. Because they are going to most likely give you the best advice possible. Now, step three. Step three, and this is where it gets interesting. Let's say you were a classic rehab Cairo that has come into my world that has started their business making 8000 12000 dollars of revenue and is officially flatlined. You're working 20 to 25 hours a week. You are doing other business activity, you're doing all you're doing some marketing, you're doing your admin work, you're, you're you're working. You're working pretty hard and you can't look up. You don't have more time, you don't have enough money to hire and you're stuck. You're officially stuck. At that point, one of the first things that we have to go back to actually is the beginning. What often happens is the things that we did, the mindset that we had to just get that thing off the ground are often things that we've totally forgot. For many of us, for many of us, the best thing we could do, the best question we could ask us is what have we stopped doing? Write that down. What have we stopped doing? If you've grown your practice, let's say 10 grand a month, I mean, it's not a huge business, but there's some level of success there. Zero to $10,000 of revenue is not something to sneeze at. But once you get stuck there, what we have to look at is what did we stop doing? What got us there? You know, it's very easy to go back and look at it. Let's look at it logically. You're doing, you started at zero hours a week. So all you were doing was going out and meeting people and networking and making connections and doing workouts and showing up at races and, you know, doing all the things that the the typical rehab chiropractor would do to get their practice going. And then all of a sudden you get pretty busy and that stuff goes away. And so that's a very, very easy case of, huh, what is it that I stopped doing that got me here? I've told this story to my team and to my mastermind before, but I heard a story about a mastermind group like our Rehab Cairo Mastermind, but for lawyers. And in this group, they get to their conference, their live event that they have, and it's, you know, a couple hundred lawyers. And the first thing that they do is separate the lawyers into four groups. They separate it into the startups, the people that have just started or just getting started. They separate it to the law groups that are making, you know, 250000 They separate it into a third group that's making, you know, seven fifty to 800000 And then the fourth group is the million plus. <clears throat> and the first thing that they do in this event is that they take the law group that just started, the startup that's making no money, and they pair them up with the law group that's making a million plus. And most people would think the reason for that is so the big law group can help to teach the startup what to do. But actually, the most valuable piece of this interaction is just the opposite. Because the most valuable thing many times that you can do when you're big is remember some of the things that you did when you were small. What conversations did you have? What relationships did you build? What rapport did you have? What little details? Who did you send that text to, that email to? What connections did you make? And so it's counterintuitive to think that the big law group, the successful one, quotes, would actually get more value from the startup than the opposite. But in many cases, that's true. And so let's rewind. When your practice hits a flat line, first, I think it's important to understand how I would view a flat line. A flat line in your practice is three months of, of almost no increase in revenue, right? Three months. Why? Because three months for me indicates that it's a trend. One month, two months, that's not enough. Three months, three months is exactly what we're looking for. So, three months is a trend. And then the next thing I'm going to do is follow my three-step process. Here, step 1, take a step back. Take a step back. Get out of the get out of the day-to-day. Get out of the grunt work. Be able to take a breath. See if just taking a step back can help you look and see clearer. Step 2 is get around a group of people that understand what you're doing, have been where you are want to go or have been already, but aren't emotionally invested in it. So most likely not your spouse and not your family. And then step three is to ask yourself, what did we stop doing? If we built this practice and it's been successful, what are the things we've lost? I'll give you an example from our office. You know, so small, so stupid. And do I think that this gets someone across the line? I don't know 100%, but I'm I'm damn sure that it doesn't hurt. So let me tell you about it. So a brand new patient at Discovery Visit who we've never met before walks into the door. And someone greets this patient. Option A to greet this patient. Hi, Mrs. Smith versus Mrs. Smith, we were expecting you. We're so excited that you're here today. We'll be with you in one minute. Can I grab you a water? See the difference? Imagine how Mrs. Smith feels when she came in and it was a Mrs. Smith like we don't know are we expecting you am I supposed to be here who are who are you we've never seen you before versus Mrs. Smith we're so excited that you're here we'll be with you in a minute can I grab you a water that was something that our team had stopped doing that we have to do again where over the course of 12 to 18 months, done correctly time and time again, I promise you it's going to be a positive ROI in our business. We're going to have a more loyal patient and that client and patient will have a better experience. So that is an example of what have we stopped doing that we once did. For you guys out there that haven't started your business or are just getting going, pay attention to the things that really ha- you know, get, your bu- uh, get your business off the ground. Because at a certain point in your business, you're probably not going to learn that much new stuff. It's just going to be, you're going to be reminded of the stuff that you used to do. And if our mastermind does anything, and I'm very clear about it, is once you learn all the information, the next step is for us to keep reminding you of it and make sure that you're implementing it. I'm not just creating new stuff to entertain. This is not the circus. We have to learn the information to build the business, but then my job is to remind you of it, make sure that you're accountable for it, and make sure that you do it. So if you've hit a flat line, take a step back. Get around a group that can give you good advice. And then what are the things we stop doing? What are the things we stop doing? Notice, I didn't say one thing about treatment. If you're going to be in our world as a rehab Cairo, my expectation is that you are a good clinician. We are not going to have people in this group that are not high-level clinicians. And to be honest with you, there are times when I feel I'm insulting you guys to speak about treatment. You guys are going to treat people well, clinically. But if you do not have the other sides of this, the other sides of the business, that conversation with Mrs. Smith that we talked about before, the business skills, you're going to be frustrated. You're going to flatline, and your flatline will last a lifetime. This is the old line. You're not in business for 20 years. You're in business one year, 20 times in a row, aka you built the business, and then you flatlined for 20 years. You're lucky to keep up with inflation. If you have any questions for me or topics for the podcast, hey, please let me know. Um, I just came back from a mastermind event. Just absolutely incredible. And we get so many questions uh, already. And I like to use them as material so that we can continue to help and grow this community. One last ask here. If you're out there and you really do enjoy the podcast and it's provided you value, you know, we're trying to grow this community. I'd love for you to take a screenshot, text it to a friend, share it on Instagram. You can tag me at Justin Rabinowitz. Um, it would mean the absolute world to me. It's, uh, one of the most gratifying things is when people tell me, you know, they've been listening to the podcast and it's, they've been getting value out of it. They've been inspired by it, and we just want to be able to deliver this message to more people, especially for you, newer grads, the the even the students out there. Um, obviously they don't all know me. My goal is for them all to know me. I want the podcast to be a place where people can come and be inspired and they can see a light at the end of the tunnel. And I think most importantly, more importantly than anything, it's that the students that are in school and have been kind of beaten down in many aspects know that it's possible and there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And if we here at the Rehab Cairo Mastermind group or in our student mentorship group or on the podcast can be that positive source for people um, I, I you know it would be it would mean the world to me so if you're out there and you are listening you've gotten value please uh, screenshot it share it like subscribe write a review we really really would appreciate that peace thank you so much for listening to this episode and if you found this content valuable here are four ways I can help you for free one. Grab a copy of my free guide, The Rehab Chiropractor's Checklist. You can get that at go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. That's go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. Two, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Justin Rabinowitz, where I post business content. Three, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by sending me an email at coaching at strive to And four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential people and bring those lessons back to you.